following podcast may contain spoilers. Emanating for the last video store in the universe, it's Binge Movies, episode 113. I'm Jason. This is the show that ranks and eliminates movies to determine which ones are worthy of preservation for all time, even beyond the end times. On this episode, we induct, as chosen by you, the next entry into the vault. What a day for a daydreaming boy. That's me. I am a daydreaming boy. I happen to be a daydreaming man child, but I used to be a daydreaming boy. I used to sit in Mrs. Miltiati's class in a corner in a cubicle, isolated from the rest of my classmates because I was such a horrible distraction. And I used to imagine my life. I thought to myself as a small boy, as a wee lad, knee-high to a grasshopper. A chimney cricket, junior, junior, if you will. If the day ever came that I was kidnapped from my loving home in rural St. Louis, Missouri, raising my family, my beautiful wife, Heather, and our two darling children, if my memory was ever erased and wiped away, I was stuck in a bunker if I was force-fed pills and inoculations I didn't need, if I had metal and microchips inserted into my belly button and other orifices, and if I was ever given full-blown McGregor's to the point of being riddled with it, I'd start a movie podcast. And it happened to me, folks. So that tells you anything's possible in this world. I dreamed it as a child, and I achieved it as a man. And for many generations now, I've been doing this movie podcast, sometimes with a robot, sometimes with a clone, sometimes with a stock boy, but nonetheless, we persist. And it didn't just end there. You know, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Jason, I'm jealous of the life that you've lived. You lived in a bunker. You shit in a bucket. You talked about movies. That's exactly right. But I didn't just stop there, folks. (laughs) After having achieved all of my wildest dreams and all of my deepest desires, I pushed a little further. And I said to Uncle Walt, Uncle Walt, surely there's got to be something more to life than this. And he said, son, there's a global pandemic going on. People are dying by the millions. I'd like you to open a video store in Akron, Ohio. So this Midwest boy left his bunker in an undisclosed location and found himself smack dab in the middle of the Midwest once again on the Sunny, tropical shores of beautiful, turquoise Lake Erie. It's wonderful. I live a life now, confined only by the imagination. I can go anywhere, and I could be anything, because I'm a video store manager. And I manage this video store for one of the most powerful corporations in human history. And in fact, because corporations are people... 
I, I serve one of the most powerful humans in human history. Has there ever been a greater human being than the not Walt Disney Corporation? I don't think so. In the manner of speaking, the not Walt Disney Corporation is really the reason for the season. And not just the holiday season, folks, but every season. Season after season of all of your favorite Marvel and Star Wars hits coming soon to not Disney Plus. They are the reason I breathe, literally. They make me pay for my oxygen, uh, a penny per the ounce. Well, I could go on and on forever of how lucky I am as a human being, but that would bore you to death, and it might arouse a little jealousy too. So I'm going to put the humble bragging aside. I'm going to put that in my pocket, and instead I'm going to get to what you're here for. We had a tremendous season this last uh this last go around we covered everything from the alfred hitchcocks to uh the nightmare on elm streets to the i come in pieces to uh whatever else we watched i don't even know anymore i watched so many movies that at a certain point my brain begins to come out of my nose and uh the only benefit to that is that with brain matter in my nasal passage I actually breathe in less oxygen. So it costs me less to lose gray matter than it does to just breathe normally. So <laughs> it's a fringe benefit of working here at Binge Movies Akron, Ohio. We've got the hits. My phone has been ringing off the hook and everybody's just lining up around the block to get holiday movies uh, for the family. We have had... Uh, uh, a human snowstorm, if you will, of people coming in here, wheezing, hacking, sneezing, farting, shitting, coughing. It's been a mess, but we're to the point where I think by about next week, our shelves are going to be pretty bare, and we're not going to have very many movies. And In fact, I think that come January, I may just close the shop up. We may have to do a, an inventory again and uh, take a little bit of a breather and just sort of reorganize as a shop. And, uh, and so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I doubt I will get vacation time. I will probably be doing the inventory myself as it is the common custom right after Christmas to lay off most of our employees. Um, how do I score the round? Tale of the tape. We had Claire from the W rated podcast, among many other great internet accomplishments, including having a very, very private Twitter account, uh, the things that she gets into on there, her, her spicy hot takes about uh, just about everything. Uh, she is walking chaos, and she is a delight to talk to. And uh, she came in pretty heavy. She came in uh, hot and heavy to the point that uh, within five minutes of people listening to the episode, they were tweeting like, I'm only five minutes into this episode. Holy shit. <laughs> and um, I would say of all of the last movie standings we have ever done, this is the one that's gotten the most praise. And I seem to say that just about every time through because I think that the, uh, the concept, the contest is really coming together. But it all hinges upon... Uh, our competitors. It all hinges upon do people come prepared? You get a Paul, you get a Lady Juan, you get a Claire, you get a Megan, and the stuff is just easy. You just sit back and the entertainment, it just takes over. It washes over you. You're reborn in it. The last movie standing is the amniotic fluid of movie criticism. 
It washes over you. It nurtures you. Makes you think thoughts you never thought before. It jacks you into the system of higher art criticism. It jacks you in, jacks you up, jacks you. Maybe it doesn't do all that. But it does. it's exciting to listen to when you have two great competitors. And Claire is a great competitor, man. She came prepared. She came loaded for bear. She only uh, failed to watch one of the movies, which is a great change of pace around here. Uh, and um, just because it wasn't available anywhere in her country. Listen, I demand a lot from our guests. I have... Uh, Folder after folder after folder after folder of things that I expect of them. But I don't expect that. I don't expect uh, her to import a 400-pound uh, um, laser disc of I Come in Peace. If I had known she couldn't have got it, I would have lent her a copy. Uh, I don't think she's a member, though. Uh, so, Claire, anytime you want to become a member, you can do so over at patreon.com binge movies. You get a... We have four tiers of sponsorship, and if you decide that you want to become a monthly supporter and a monthly member, you can become a video club member, and I, you could get access to my personal copy of I Come in Peace. I would have sent it over the pond to you, wherever you may be these days. <sighs> or if you ever want to get a job here, you could apply at uh, patreon.com backslash binge movies to become a clerk. We need plenty of people to work the desk. Just keep in mind, we will leg you off after the holidays. And then, of course, uh, you know, if you want to go to the next level, we have assistant managers. Claire, I, I want to invest in you as a, as, as a video store manager. I think you have what it takes to work in either the food service or assistant manager video store uh, industries. And I'm going to tell you something. Video stores, it's a booming business, baby. Anytime you want to come on board... Uh, and you want to work for a very evil international multi-conglomerate, uh, we're hiring. Just go to bingemovies.com backslash Patreon or patreon.com backslash bingemovies. There we go. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to be elite, Claire, all you got to do is become one of our elite patrons, part of the patron elite. It's a limited time only. We've only got four slots left. You get so many benefits. It's insane. And if you're listening to this and you're jealous of all the opportunities I'm giving clear, I give you, dear binge lord, dear listener, the same opportunity. Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone right now and go to patreon.com backslash binge movies. Really, truthfully, around here, we pronounce it Patreon as a Pat Memorial porn corner and now Pat Memorial uh, membership slash leadership development course available only on Patreon. So if you love Pat and you miss him, uh, give me your money. Now to our other competitor, Megan. Megan Kearns is the greatest living film critic today. I don't know. I said that. It sounds grandiose. But definitely one of my favorites. She's definitely one of my favorite people to talk to. A, a lot of people really like her. She's become like a, a, a favorite, a fan favorite, a binge lord favorite around these parts. And you have the first lady of binge movies to thank for that. Because the Lady Wan said, if you get any other lady guests that aren't the Lady Wan on the show, you got to get Megan Kearns. And I trust the Lady Wan's taste in most things except for alien movies. And uh, make sure you check out her show, ScreenRun.Fun, uh, where they're doing a deep dive on the alien franchise. And I said to um, her, I said, okay, well, will, you, will you broach the subject? Will you, will you cross that bridge? 
Because someone like Megan, who's very talented, is probably used to having creepy white guys in her DMs going, hey, want to be in my podcast? And so uh, the lady, Juan, uh, did all that for us, and she's been on a sponsored episode, she, which is a, a fan, fantastic episode, the Scarlett Johansson episode. Love it. Uh, she's done something else for us. She's going to be on again in the future. She did last movie standing. I just had this inclination that she would be really good. And I had that same inclination with Claire. And so when I break it down, I go to the tail of the tape. I have to give the victory this time around for last movie standing based on the score only by this is a TKO. Okay. This is, this is a, this is not a knockout. Nobody tapped. This isn't a knockout. There was no blood drawn necessarily. Nobody went through flaming tables or off 20 foot ladders or through 30 off of 30 foot cages. Nobody breathed a tooth of their sinus and put a hole through their bottom lip. This was the evenly matched competition between two great thinkers and very funny people. Very, very quick-witted people. And on a technicality alone, I gave it to Megan only because I think that Claire had one disservice. And the disservice is this. It's way harder to argue for a sequel than it is the original. Because one cannot exist without the other. And I think, I think Claire answered everything perfectly. And had an answer to everything perfectly. And was able to push back and to challenge the legacy of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. But that's a very big legacy. And I don't know anybody, anybody on God's green earth, who would be able to do as good of a job as Claire did and potentially overcome the, the, the shadow as it were, the very big shoes, very big sex offending shoes of a, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, so that's the only like slight edge I could give it to Megan. So I did give it to Megan. But ultimately, what we really did, as we do every season, is we give it to you, the people. Because that's what we're building here. When we are building a vault, we're not just, you know, we're not just playing games here. We're building what we call the people's canon. And the people's canon is really, these are the movies that we are preserving in our no copyright infringement intended vault. We binge movies, we review movies, we rank movies with guests and film critics and filmmakers from around the world. And we come down at the end of the season to last movie standing. Two movies are left. The last movie, the final cut, is decided by you. After 25-plus films this season, ranging from all-time greats to absolute garbage, we came down to two Nightmare on Elm Street films. Alfred Hitchcock has been eliminated from cinematic history. At the very least, five of his most popular films. Gone. Psycho, gone. Megan said, get the fuck out of here, Norman Bates. Go practice your animal stuffing somewhere else. Go eat your peanut butter and milk dinner yourself, you incel. That's what Megan said. I had to cut that part out. Very inflammatory to a uh, psychopath. Anywho, um, we left it to you. And here are the final results. Coming in with 72.3% of the vote 
maybe one of the largest margins in last movie standing to be preserved for all time, even beyond the end times. The very next entry into the vault, 1984's A Nightmare in Elm Street. Which means, eliminated from all of your hopes and dreams. And which means, eating yet another sweet, sweet loss on Binge Movies. Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. The movie you picked, it's in the dirt, sir. Just like Paul Hogan when you knocked him out in that outdoor market, that farmer's market, after you got brunch with your lovely wife and you knocked his dick in the dirt, well, guess what? What goes around comes around like a boomerang, motherfucker, and Freddy's come back around and slashed and dashed and quipped out of existence. Not ready for primetime, bitch. The Dream Warriors is eliminated. I'm not gloating over you, Claire, if you happen to be listening to this. Thought you did a great job. I'm gloating over the strewn body of Paul. Because you know what Paul does? Here's a little secret, future guest. He strategizes. He goes, well, I think Jason's going to pick this. So I'm going to pick this. Because I think it has the best chance of winning the season. Which means, by de facto, I get to win last movie standing without even competing. That's what Paul is up to. I told you, you can't trust a man with eyes that beautiful. You can't trust him. Because you get lost in his eyes, and while you're looking into those deep blue eyes and that sultry voice is washing over you, he's got a hand in your pocket. And he's not giving you a reach around, he's taking your money. And next thing you know, you got a credit card open in Perth, Australia, and this guy's buying 4K TVs. Try going to the Not Walt Disney Corporation and saying, hey, you know that corporate card you gave me? <laughs> yeah, my guest stole it. And by the way, most of the other podcasts on the internet, they're sock puppet accounts for the countdown. Nobody will believe you. It sounds like a wild conspiracy theory. Just as I speak, I got to blow my nose because my brains are coming out of it. Disregard everything I just said. Disavow. Strike it from the record. But the winner still stands. It is a nightmare in Elm Street, which is just absolutely tremendous. Between feminist vegans and chaotic beings and artful dodgers from down under... I'm wore out. It's been a long year here. I've produced a lot of content for you guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we legitimately have a Patreon now. Our membership has switched over to that, which means if you're listening to this and you're a current member and you've not yet converted to Patreon, please do. I want you to get all of your current benefits. If you're interested in supporting the show, please do check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash binge movies. You can always follow us on Twitter, which is the exclusive place to vote at binge movies. A lot of the stuff we do makes a lot more sense than this. I'm wiped out. I'm tired. Tired. I'm tired. I've binged a lot of movies in 2021. And I got a lot more movies to go <laughs> for 2022. And we're doing a lot of extra content over on the Patreon. So um, I, I'm whipped. I'm sleepy. Phone's unplugged. I think I'm going to draw myself a nice hot bath and try to relax. Put a nice... 
hot washcloth over my eyes. Just try to decompress. Maybe put on some spa music and just soak. Just soak a little bit. That sound nice. Just light a few candles and drift off. Warm bath. Maybe some bubbles. Maybe have myself a nice glass of Chardonnay. That'll go really well with my psychotropic drugs that they still make me take, even though I'm now free to roam society, in a manner of speaking. <sighs> yeah, getting sleepy. So sleepy. Just thinking about, just thinking about that bath is <sighs> calming me down. Whatever I do, I can't fall asleep. I gotta finish this podcast. Sorry, I gotta finish this podcast, but I'm just so, so sleepy. It's a merry media home entertainment Christmas celebration. And my little video elves at media tell me they've got a heartwarming... Away, reindeer breath. Your history. Nightmare 4 hits video this December. And you know what that means? It means the Christmas party this year is at my house. How long has it been? Since you've been on Elm Street, welcome to a brand new nightmare. That's right, kiddies. My first three nightmares on video sold over half a million units nationwide. Now, Freddy's back with the ultimate holiday party tape. But hey, what's a party without some tunes? Guys, Uncle Freddy's got presents for everybody, and you thought I forgot. Deck your store with this festive wall or window poster. Lighten up <laughs> with this new 3D media light box insert. <laughs> and how about a cheery, bigger than death, war standy? <laughs> Life, death, get it? <laughs> but that's just the beginning of Freddy's Nightmare Before Christmas. I got national trade and consumer air. I got a monster hit TV series. I got the holiday spirit. Yes, Virginia, there is a Sandy Claus. <laughs>